0: Hey, what's going on guys? Austin here. And in this episode of The Extra Point, we are going to be taking a look at what grades I'm going to give every NFL team for their draft. Uh, This video, we're just going to start with everybody that got D's and F's. I'm going from, uh, you know, an A, B, C, D, and F scale. For some reason, we skip E here in America, but it is what it is. Uh, So, without further ado... Let's get to who had the worst draft in the NFL. Starting off, I have the Chicago Bears. Absolute F. Uh, I mean, they, they came in, and honestly, uh, after they traded Khalil Mack, their secondary was pretty much the strength of their roster at this point. And then they decided to double down, and with their two picks in the top 50 at 39 and 48 – they decided to draft two more secondary players, a cornerback and a safety. Now, Jaquan Brisker is a type of safety who you'd want to take on your roster. However, the Chicago Bears, not only is it a strength for them, but they have incredible holes on their offensive line at their wide receiver position. And they have they have decent sized holes at running back. And people kind of like Cole Komet at tight end, but we'll see. You've got a young quarterback entering in his second year and this draft looks like you did it intentionally to sabotage him. It's pathetic taking your first player to help him at 71 as a wide receiver out of Tennessee, who's probably not even a top 20 receiver in the draft. Um, it, Like I said, it looks like sabotage. They had 11 total picks, uh, but only three in the top 100. To me, pretty much – every pick in the top 100 is what you can kind of pencil in as an impact player. And then anybody outside the top 100 is like, Oh, we got lucky with that guy. Cause nobody really knows. There's always a couple, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth round steals that come out of nowhere. There's always an Antonio Brown who is just like, Oh yeah, by the way, like I'm a really good player or, you know, so, you know, so on like that. But this was, this was an intentional sabotage against Justin Fields. Miami Dolphins. Uh, they also have a D minus. Um, well, they, they have a D minus. The, the Bears get an F. The Bears get an F because although they had more picks and higher picks than the Dolphins, they completely wasted them and they doubled up on their strengths. The Dolphins, they get a D minus because they didn't have a lot of picks. They traded them for Tyreek Hill. I will not be grading on a curve. So if you have less picks, that is going to lower your score. Uh, So I could see an argument being made for the Dolphins having the worst draft. Uh, But it's it's not like they did anything to intentionally sabotage their own franchise. So they get a D minus, zero picks in the top 100, four total picks in the entire draft, which is just abysmal. Then we have the Las Vegas Raiders at a solid uh, D average. They have one pick in the top 100. It's an offensive guard out of Memphis, Dylan Parham, and they had six total picks. As you can see, uh, one pick in the top 100 and six total picks. Not great, but good enough to get them past Miami. Uh, then we have the Washington Commanders, who with eight total picks in the entire draft is not bad. I believe the average is like is supposed to be between like seven to eight somewhere up in there. Uh, A lot of teams trade theirs away and end up with, you know, six, seven, eight now. Uh, But I think I think they wasted their first round pick, Jahan Dotson. Um, I like him. I just I don't know what kind of a player you'd want to end up taking at 16. Most people didn't have a first round grade on Jahan Dotson. They thought he was a high second round player like a Christian Watson Um, but they decided to take him at 16 above Trey Burks, um, which was really interesting. And then for some reason they doubled down at pick 47 on the defensive line when every single first round pick for like the last five years has been a defensive line or linebacker, like a front seven player for them. So as good as Fedarian Mathis is, that pick at 47 is kind of weird, especially considering, you know, you've got. You've got needs at, you know, a lot of offensive positions. I know you think that you have your number two in Jahan Dotson, but you have needs in, second, in the secondary. You have needs on the offensive line. Uh, and then running back, It, I mean, you have a new young guy. I really, I really didn't like this draft. It didn't look set up for success. Before the draft, I said that the Washington Commanders were going to win the NFC East next year. And this abysmal draft has shaken that confidence to the point where I don't even think uh, they come in second. It's still possible uh, with you know the upgrade at quarterback and the health coming back to their defense, but I I don't feel confident in them at all. Uh, at a D plus, we've got the Carolina Panthers who only had six total picks and four of them were outside the top 100, meaning that unless they just absolutely got four steals, uh, it was a pretty pretty bad draft for them. Uh, their first pick was at six and their second pick was at 94, which is, I mean, a huge gap. So many great depth players are missing out on, fortunately for them. And the reason why I don't have them lower is because Akeem Akwanu, the offensive tackle here is probably going to end up being the best tackle in this draft. He is a, I think he's a six foot five, like 330 pound, just beast with seven foot long arms. Which is absolutely going to be a pivotal player on that offensive line at left tackle, which was a huge need for them on the offensive line. Their offensive line is terrible. But then they, I mean, they have so many other needs. Their wide receivers are weak, their tight ends are weak. Um, I don't want to say it, but I mean, like, as long as Christian McCaffrey's healthy, their running backs are fine. But. Christian McCaffrey, it's hurt a lot. So, you know, you'd want better running backs, but I mean, you have other needs, like their secondary is pretty good and their linebackers are good, but the defensive line is not, uh, this was a really, really, I don't want to say a waste, but it it was, it was a poor pick. Like you think at 94, like, Oh, we have a guy who almost went in the first round was talked about as going in the second round. Uh, drop to us at pick 100. But the thing is, Matt Corral is not a better quarterback than Sam Darnold. And you have huge needs. There's no point in taking a quarterback at 94 who's going to back up when you have other players available that you could draft. Bay Buccaneers get a D plus just ahead of the Carolina Panthers because they have more total picks. They had more picks in the top 100. Um, you see they took that guard, which is you know one of the positions that they needed. I think the Bucks have like zero holes on their roster outside of like CB1 maybe. Uh, 33, that Logan Hall, the defensive end, was an interesting pick to me because there was a lot of good defensive backs available at, at 33. Um, I believe they still could have taken Andrew Booth. They still could have taken um, – the guy at a Clemson wasn't there, but uh, Baylor Jalen Petrie, he was still available. Um, and I definitely think that Tampa n- has a bigger need there than they do at pass rush. But I mean, again, they're not worse. They had eight total picks, three in the top 100, which isn't great, but it's not awful. And then the New England Patriots, our last uh, DNF team. They had 10 total picks. They always have a lot of picks. This is the reason why they're so high. But these first three picks are, you know, one of the reasons why I have them so low. Cole Strange was a guy who was a projected third, fourth round draft pick. The Rams were scouting him to draft him as their first player at pick, I believe, 104. Uh, And so it's crazy to see him going in at the 29th spot. And I'm not going to say that it's impossible that they have a good draft because last year last year, you know, they they drafted Christian Barmore. They drafted Mac Jones. They drafted uh Ramondre Stevenson. Excellent, excellent draft. And a lot of players you didn't see coming. And so it's possible that they just thought that Cole Strange was the best offensive lineman in the draft that nobody was talking about. And they went up and got him. But it's I mean, you got to believe that you could have had him in the second or third round. Uh, At 50, they took the fastest wide receiver in the draft, which is like the biggest knock on the Patriots as far as drafting is they never go for fast receivers. And so, you know, if Tyquan Thornton ends up being a Deshaun Jackson type of guy, you know, obviously not that type of longevity, but if he can tilt the field, that'll certainly put a new dynamic to their offense that they haven't had in a long time. And then Marcus Jones, uh, the cornerback out of Houston. I always trust Bill Belichick when it comes to getting cornerbacks. He seems to always have... Great players in the secondary, no matter whether they're undrafted, uh, free agents, first-round picks, fifth-round picks, whatever they are, um, and so that's pretty much what's saving this list is the speed of taekwon Thornton and my faith in Bill Belichick with cornerbacks. Um, and for the record, the Patriots are also very good at drafting offensive linemen, but ever since they ever since Dante Scarnecchia retired, it's they haven't been as good. So, you know, that development is a part of the process, but anyways, like I said, that is all the D grades through the F grades. Be sure to be on the lookout for all of our future videos. We're going to have the C's next, then the B's, and then the few A's that are left of them. See where your team falls. Let me know what you think. And, you know, who's your favorite draft pick? Who's your least favorite draft pick?